everyone, this is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is September the 7th, 2020. Strong hand, long-term thinking. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture, baby. Apex predator. One day closer to an all-time high. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. I'm offended by selling. Don't FOMO on alts. All right. It's a holiday today in the United States. Uh, hello, my elite friends. I hope you're enjoying uh, yourselves and maybe you're at the beach. Who knows what, what you're doing on this uh this holiday here, wherever you may be. If you have questions, though, I have answers. Uh, I have good memories of this day through the years, you know, the end of summer and everything with the family at the pool and everything. So that's why I'm, I'm smiling. I'm also smiling because my hair is just insane <laughs> with this headband over it. I'm just laughing at myself. But if you have questions, I have answers. Uh, type in Bitcoin Meister or, or do a super chat. I'll, I'll answer your questions. And remember, check out This Week in Bitcoin. Christian, Jan, and Mauricio were on. By the way, this Thursday, Andy Hoffman is going to be on my show. Question, you, you can ask, it'll be an ask me anything. I'll ask him questions. You'll ask him questions. You'll ask me questions. Last week was Tai Zen, so check out that show. I like this new Thursday tradition of having a guest on uh, where everyone gets to ask the guest questions. I get to, and you get to ask me questions too. So it's like a hybrid a ask me anything type of show. Speaking about guests, in, in the past, I've had Chris Black on the show on the This Week in Bitcoin show. And he's evolved over time. He was a started out as a Bitcoin guy. Now he talks about DeFi, but he talks about DeFi in, in a responsible way, just to say the least. A lot of the DeFi people don't like him. Uh, so you can tell he's doing something right if, if the Bitcoin people don't like him, the, the DeFi people don't like him. Uh, he, he's a unique beast. Pound that like button for the unique beast. But uh, be a unique beast, dudes. But here is a tweet of his. It's linked to below. Everything I talk about is linked to below. Prediction. And I like I like this. Uh, I like this type of prediction. It's not one of those uh, clickbait predictions. It's a smart prediction. Uh, prediction. Before the end of 2021, a major Ethereum-based stablecoin, USDC, Tether, Paxos, True, USD, etc., will be acquired by a huge... And stable coins are censorable, all right? You know, they, they've got a central point of control. And if they're already well-established, lots of people using them, why wouldn't a bank just say, hey, yeah, this, is, this, is a, this is a way to expand, our, uh, expand what we do? Because as, I, as I've said, there are a lot of people who are like, cryptocurrency is going to put banks out of business. No, no, no. Banks are going to – they're going to invest in this too, and they're going to – have their own spin on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. They're going to be Bitcoin banks. They're going to make their own cryptocurrencies. They're going to buy stable coin, buy out stable coins and just use those stable coins. So, hey, maybe maybe Tether will sell out somehow. I, I don't know how that would happen exactly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Tether will become uh, Chase Coin. But I, I think that's, uh, he says, by the end of 2021. I, hey, I, I would love if that happened. You know, I, I really would. It's it's great for the space. It would be great for the space if if a, if a bank uh, purchases uh, takes over one of these major stable coins. It'll, it'll be a huge no news story. Uh, add legitimacy for all the uh, eighty percenters out there. I mean, I mean, 
do we really need their legitimacy? We don't need it, but it'll have to come eventually. And uh, th that'll convince some of them, the normies that are that are used to doing all their financial transactions through the uh, traditional financial mechanisms like uh, banks. So that, that's a, I like that prediction on this uh, on this Labor Day. By the way, dudes, you're watching this live. Retweet the show. I just uh, put it out there. UK Bitcoin Master uh, said pounded and watch his show. It was earlier today. Uh, and uh, always uh, check him out on Mondays and Thursdays. He does a show. He, he's uh, that's his. Uh, he, he's got conviction every Monday and Thursday here every single day. And yeah, dude, I just keep uh, pumping them out there, dude. Oh, man. I want to go. Uh, today's my sprint day, by the way. I'm looking forward to that. It's be beautiful weather in Asheville lately. It stopped raining. Uh, okay. It hasn't rained for quite a few days. and just, It's just beautiful out there. September's a good time for uh, the tourists in Asheville. And there were quite a – I've been running downtown. There are a lot of people downtown. Um, and, of course, I value my wealth in Bitcoin, but there's some fine uh, – there's some fine specimens uh, downtown, if you know what I mean. Woo -hoo -hoo! All right, makes you run faster. So <laughs> here we're talking about Ethereum subjects. You know, Chris Black talking about Ethereum-based stable coins. Okay, cool. Uh, yesterday I was talking about the sushi, the DeFi based on uh, Ethereum, the sushi, and yeah, Ethereum price did go down because there there was a legitimate. Not a legitimate fear, but a fear that you know the, the whole sushi debacle would bring DeFi down. And if enough people have the fear that DeFi is going to come down, of course the Ethereum price will crash. One day when there is a huge DeFi crash, and that and and sushi didn't bring DeFi down. Okay, this is going to happen over and over again. They're going to be bigger and bigger uh, sushi examples. Uh, of, uh, of of crazy things happening, exit scams, whatever you want to call it. It wasn't exit. I mean, the guy exited, okay? Massive dumps of the latest and greatest uh, DeFi token. We're going to – so when something like that happens, yeah, there's there are people are like, uh-oh, this is the end of the party. Time to get out of there. So, But it was overblown. It's it, The DeFi party is going to keep going, dudes. It's going to keep going. Not that you – and. That's not me saying go party with those dudes. Don't go party with those dudes. Uh, or do what you want to do. But it's it's interesting to analyze the uh, – to, to look at it uh, from a distance. Uh, because I, as I said on yesterday's show, I'm all for people doing all sorts of experiments. Create, don't destroy, compete, don't complain. Uh, but we're going to have volatile, volatile days in Ethereum. Ethereum is going to be very volatile because of all this DeFi stuff. There's some days everyone is just going to be th think it's the greatest thing since Swiss cheese uh, when when some of these DeFi things pump and everything, but then they're going to be disastrous type of days. And sometimes it will flow into the Bitcoin land because there'll be some people out there saying, oh, yep, DeFi's dead. Thus, Ethereum's dead. Thus, all of cryptocurrency is going to br be brought down if Ethereum dies. And then you, know, you got to panic on your Bitcoin. There'll be all sorts. Get it, it'll be it'll be fun. <laughs> if you got a strong hand, it'll be fun. In terms of uh, of your Bitcoin holdings, so uh, yes, when larger projects in DeFi uh, have major issues, it, it will cause DeFi doubt, which will cause Ethereum doubt, which will cause those uh, 
what we've been seeing lately. But uh, no, Ethereum is not dead. The Ethereum hype has just started. Don't think, and I said it yesterday, uh, there was a good quote that says, just because the price drops to what it was last week doesn't mean the bubble's over. All right. Now, also something I said yesterday, I want to make a, a, a correction. We talked about the issue that Trezor had with the uh, your, your 25th uh, word. It's, well, 25th word isn't the best way. With your passphrase. And I said it was also with digital bitbox. And I, I made a mistake. I meant to say keep key. Okay, but uh, just just want to put that out there. Uh, and people, so we're at this uh, five-digit five realm. I forgot to say that in my opening because I am so used to the five-digit realm. Now, some of you, you enjoy contacting me when, uh, when, it, when it goes below $10,000, which it has a, a couple times. And, like, and then I think you're, you're panic-stricken or maybe you're trolls. I don't, I don't know. One of the two or a combination of the two. Dude, you freaking wake hands. Every time it's gone under uh, $10,000 for the last few days, it's like it lasts like a couple minutes and then it goes back up, okay? So there's just some psychology at, at play here. The, first of all, the, the, the weak psychology, the weak hands that have to panic every time, but it seems like this is a normie uh, – the, the price is getting – hey, dudes, if it goes – if it closes below $10,000, that's the end of the streak. Great. All streaks end. What's it matter if the streak ends on September 10th? And then on, of course, on September 10th, 2021, what's it going to be worth, though? I mean, I mean that, 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 that's the long-term thing. Yeah, if you get caught up in these blips, I mean, well, you, you end up one of these dudes that, like, ats me. And maybe some of you had good intentions. Uh, first of all, I, I've said this plenty of times on the show. If you do at TechBalt on, you know, expecting me to reply in your thread on Twitter, you're not going to get that. If you have a question for me, you ask it here. You can do a super chat, you can do Bitcoin, or you can send me a DM. And I've also said this before, please, please, on Saturdays on Shabbat, I, I don't, I'm not online during Shabbat, okay? That's, that's why the This Week in Bitcoin show ends before Shabbat and the Beyond Bitcoin show starts afterwards. Please don't send me messages, any, please just don't contact me on Shabbat, okay? Just don't, please don't. I've asked this a few times and I, and I don't know if everyone gets it or knows what Shabbat is, look it up if you don't know what it is. But just don't, don't, don't contact me then. Um, I, I'd appreciate it. I, I really would appreciate it. And I know somebody, it's just, I don't like I, at, at coming back and there's just all these messages and it's, it's just a pain. <laughs> you know, get, get, I mean, if you're familiar with the show, if you're familiar with me, just please. Uh, but okay, that's, that's a little bit of a side thing. And I know I'm still going to get it and stuff. It's just, it's, it's an, I find it, I mean, this is a personal thing. I find it very annoying to, to, to when, I, when I come back and I see all this. And some of the stuff people, it's, it's like urgent stuff for some people. Like, dudes, you don't you know, don't, don't you know, I don't, I'm not around on Saturday. So when, when you're sending me urgent or semi-urgent stuff, it's like you don't even pay attention to what I'm saying, what I'm doing out there. Um, okay, so, so, so continuing with this. Uh, but, but okay, so people send me talent or are, are, are worried about the 10K. Okay, great. Uh, but it, it, I, I believe the streak is still intact of a closing. But here's a, here, a closing above 10K. And they're, they're, they're going to be <laughs> they're going to be dips, dudes. Um, if you so the best thing you can do, I mean, if you really care about your own financial uh, well-being, 
is instead of you know sending me you know a saying that you're worried, doing you wanting my opinion, just buy it, buy the dip for God's sakes. Uh, if you remember, here's a quote, a, a tweet. If you remember how hard Bitcoin had to fight to get above 10k and stay there, then you should understand it might now be difficult to go under it and stay there. Now that's from Alistair Melny. I like that. It's the psychology here. Um, it's becoming a it's becoming a normie number. How about that? I like that normie number. I came up with that. I came up with, I come up with all sorts of sayings. Pound that like button. Uh, so yeah, it seems like it can't can't stay below 10k because people it's psychologically ingrained in people's mind that a Bitcoin's worth at least ten thousand dollars. A Bitcoin's worth at least ten thousand dollars. How about that? How about that for psychology? That's that's the price bottom. It, it's worth it's worth it. And if you go on social media today, there's a lot of people, and I, I didn't, and I, I quoted Alistair there, but there are a lot of people out there, well-respected Bitcoiners, that are talking about this. That, yeah, it's like it's 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 the it's the threshold. It's what people think a Bitcoin is is worth. That's okay. Uh, so before I talk about a, a second, you know, there's all sorts of psychology involved in these prices, five-digit realm, and uh, yeah, per perhaps we've gotten to a very – the psychology is uh, – it, it's gotten into so many people's heads now. That, that's psychology. Um, that uh, five-digit realm, it's not just this uh, faraway concept that I've tried to teach everyone. It, it is the, – it's the normie thing. It's the normie number, five-digit realm, five-digit realm. Now, uh, one other thing, Rosh Hashanah is coming up. I don't do a new show on the, the second day of Rosh Hashanah or the second day of uh, Passover. This has been explained before. Um, so, I mean, maybe you'll get some uh, compilation thing that I'll set up a, a premiere to set up beforehand, but just putting it out there. Uh, and what is it? The second second day of Rosh Hashanah is Saturday. Well, this is second. I, yeah, I don't, I don't do it the day of, the, <laughs> I don't do it, excuse me. I don't do a show the day of the second night of Rosh Hashanah. It's very confusing because Jew Jew Jewish holidays start at uh, at nighttime, but so it'll start Friday night. Um, you'll I'll do this week in Bitcoin beforehand. There will be no show on Saturday, and uh, then Sunday once it ends, I'll be back. I'll be back, and I will be in Baltimore. Yay! Now, so let's go the opposite of religion. There are a lot of secular secular people out there that totally do not believe in God. That totally do not believe, and that's that's their thing. So. For the people out there, the people out and, and that don't believe in simulation theory, they believe that when you die, that's it. That's it. Just you go into there's nothing. It's just it's totally over when you die. All right. So let's with that concept out there, and you're welcome to think that. That's fine. Um, but so let's let's the, the bitcoiners that have that concept that if you believe that that when you die, it's just that's it. That's totally over. It's just darkness for eternity. You can Bitcoin is an asset you can take with you. You can take with because all the other assets out there, everyone always says you can't take it with you. You can't take your money with you. You can't take your well, actually, you can. With 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 Bitcoin, you can. If you believe that it all goes dark, that's it, that's the end for eternity. Your your now your bank account, the government's gonna take. Your real estate, the government is going to take. They will find a way to get it. Okay. If you have a bank account or a real estate, you'll be you know, gone for eternity, but the government will take. And so indeed you could not take it with you. You cannot take your bank account or your real estate with you. The government is going to end up with it. But with your Bitcoin, if you've never told anybody, uh, your, your seed, your, your recovery seed, 
and you, you, you can totally control your private key, you're taking it with you because it also goes away forever. It goes away forever. If you properly have it stored and you, you, before you've passed away, you've, you've, you've burnt up your uh, recovery seat so no one can ever find it. Um, it. It's quite interesting that if you have that mindset that, you know, it's, it's, it's over when it's over, it's over there. Um, this is the one asset you can take with you into I- I- eternity, uh, <laughs> into the darkness of eternity. If properly stored, it's very interesting. Now, of course, since you're not existing and it's not existing, you're not going to be able to enjoy it. But on the other side of things, back here in existence, uh, the, the government will not uh, will have nothing. So you will have taken it with you into that uh, in that never ending eternity of, of darkness. <laughs> now, again, you, dude, I'm not saying for people to believe in that. Uh, that's it's that's that's a downer talking about the never ending. But it, indeed, if you believe that. Um, you you can take the Bitcoin with you, and uh, uh, no no matter what, uh, hopefully everyone does have uh, people uh, here on this side of of, of the spectrum uh, that they uh, they want their their to continue on their holding for them, as I do, and uh, and of course I do not you know just just putting it out there in a Beyond Bitcoin moment, uh, I I don't believe in that eternal I I don't believe in that that uh, you know it's it's when it's over. You know, that's just that's it. There's we can talk about that on the Beyond Bitcoin show, but uh, no, I, I don't think there's eternal darkness. But plenty of people, you're welcome to believe that. You're totally welcome to believe that, and you can take the Bitcoin with you. Um, now, if you believe there is something after you, uh, you're gone, uh, as I do, uh, you know, you you can't, you can't really enjoy the Bitcoin there. But that's fine. That's why you 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 give it to your your family members and everything like that. You get the point. All right. So pound that like button. Now speaking about it's black, you know the eternal that eternal darkness that's black, right? Is is that bad to say? Well, apparently blacklist somebody out there uh, with Bitcoin Core in, in the development uh, in the Bitcoin Dev uh, community didn't like the term blacklist. They wanted to turn it, and this was around June when apparently this was first uh, put out there. And if you remember, in June there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of SJW uh, related stuff in, in, in the real world dealing with uh, group issues, should we say. And so it's no surprise that someone had a problem with blacklist. Now, why did they have a problem with blacklist? I'm only uh, I, there are a lot of people guessing why they had a problem. So they wanted they wanted to change the blacklist term to blocklist. And I think they were able to do it. Uh, but Hoddle not has a tweet. He says, if someone wanted to create fragmentation and splits among Bitcoin devs and Bitcoiners in general, this is a great tactic. I don't think it will work, though. So uh, people have found out about this over the weekend, and it has uh, it has created a lot of noise. Uh, there are a lot of people saying this is ridiculous. Who cares what you call it, blacklist or blocklist? J.W. Weatherman says lots of... Very good people on all sides of this very confusing and multifaceted debate. I'm still not 100%. I followed everything correctly. So there are legitimate people that are saying, hey, well, just, just call it blacklist, blacklist. Blacklist didn't make sense originally, and I'm not, I don't want to change it. It's not about feelings here. It's about it making sense. So, But both, both guys here bring up good points. It is, it is a lot of noise. 
it, it, it is. It could be possible that someone else. This is where the big boys play. If someone wants to cause division in, in Bitcoin, they're welcome to try with, with something like this. I think this is a. Uh, <laughs> it's it's clearly a way to, to do that to, to to cause a lot of noise and people have talked about there are going to be social attacks on Bitcoin. So I mean, bring it on. I mean, it, that's that's fine. At the same time, I, I think uh, it's noise. So. And you can ignore it. You can do it. I, I wanted to bring it up because it is being put out there on social media. And I, I did want to say there are probably plenty of smart people out there that they don't, they're not SJW. They're just like, yeah, it makes more sense to call it block list than, than blacklist. Uh, I, I don't care what they call it. <laughs> now, and if, I do think it's a, if someone just planted that in there to cause uh, division, then okay, then. It wouldn't shock me if someone did it, but it also wouldn't shock me if someone just did it because uh, it thought it made sense. Who, who knows? All right. Uh, let's see if there were questions here. What do we have here? I finally caught up with all your shows on Spotify, Richie said. Awesome. Remember, sportsmeister.com, guys. You can hear the audio version of the show. You don't need to see my hair with a headband around it. Uh, um what else do we have? Uh, now, okay, that's it. No other, no other people doing it properly. No one did a uh, big. No one typed in Bitcoin Meister or did a super chat. That's the only way I'm going to see it because there are a lot of people posting stuff. Uh, now, finally, two two final subject matters here. The Decrypt had an article a few days ago. Bitcoin is now the sixth largest world currency. Whoa, what's that? What are you talking about? Well, if you measure it by M0, and M0 refers to the most liquid form of money, cash. That includes central bank notes and coins. So it's a, it's a simplified version of, of what money is. And if you look at the Bitcoin that way and compare it to other world currencies, just looking at their, uh, their freaking uh, cash and uh, coins that are out there, then yeah, it is uh, the sixth largest world currency already by value. But as we all know, it's it's a lot more complicated than, than that when it comes to uh, national currencies. It, it isn't just uh, cash and coins. There, there, there's a lot of other stuff out there. There. So, but but that's uh, it's interesting that Bitcoin has gotten to that level in terms of comparing uh, Bitcoin to national currencies uh, with the M zero measurement. Finally, I, I mentioned this on another show before, how uh, traditional traditional pastimes like uh, basketball have become very politicized. And I've, I, 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 I've said that maybe just being a, an altcoin fan and getting and, – or a cryptocurrency fan and using that as your pastime is better for you than uh, – than just sitting on a couch and watching basketball and being distracted by all this uh, political stuff they're throwing in your face. And I, I said, maybe cryptocurrency and pastimes could somehow be intertwined. Well, over in South Africa, uh, the they're having something called Crypto Fest. And, I, and she's, uh, what's her face, has put on many events uh, down there and I've, I've attended them. Oh, I can't remember. Why can't I think of her name now? Sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. they, they, there's an event. The event they're having there, one of the promotions is uh, Crypto Battles. 
They're they're going to have defy a bubble debate. So okay, I I I've said many times that getting that some of these debates it's a bunch of noise, it's a bunch of distraction. But Sonia, who I forgot her name for a second there, Sonia uh, is is promoting an event uh, and, and saying that yeah, the, the, you you can have a fun time just watching a a, a, a a crypto battle. So I like that. Okay, don't don't get obsessed with crypto battles, but maybe that'll be the term. Would you rather rather would, is it better to watch a crypto battle than uh, watch a basketball game? It probably is. That's you know, you're not you're not gonna have, in in most crypto battles you're not gonna have people wearing uh you know political slogans on their on their shirts I, I don't think so good good for uh maybe good for coming up with a crypto battle term there to, to describe which is defy a bubble debate okay that that's fine uh and I again this goes with my whole producer my producerism mentality if that's a word I just came up with it. Uh, that coming up with new pastimes, it's good. It's a new thing. I might not, I might not enjoy uh, treating it as a pastime and, and spending time watching a bunch of people uh, have a crypto battle. But it is something. It's something new. It's creation. It's not destruction. So, so good. Uh, and it's it's adding to the the crypto marketing that's out there. Good for her. And who knows what the future of pastimes is going to be maybe there'll be all sorts of crypto battles and crypto intertwined pastimes that we cannot imagine now. And maybe uh, sports, uh, there'll be crypto, crypto certain altcoins uh, will, will, will sponsor uh, teams. I, I don't know. I mean, we've had, obviously we've had the jerseys have Bitcoin on them and, and, and other things, but uh, something a little bit more complex than, than what I'm uh, uh, saying here. All right. All right, let's see. Uh, raw power, you are like a strict teacher. Follow the rules, pupils type. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. Dude. <laughs> I'm a strict. Are you talking to me? You typed in Bitcoin Meister. Um, I know it's not. I don't think I know English isn't your uh, first language. So it, it just you didn't convey whatever you're trying to say very well. Uh, but no, I, I am I a strict teacher. Uh, I'm strict to myself. I'm a strict teacher of myself. To everyone else, I mean, I'm saying, you know, B Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. If you're going to experiment, I'm not going to – and, and you're going to try to experiment with other things. I'm not going to just be like, go to the Bitcoin Inquisition. That, that's not me. I mean, you're going to learn the hard way. I think life is – I think life is a strict teacher. Adam Meister is a strict teacher, but I have a lot of self-control. I'm, I'm a strict teacher of myself, and I, I, I value that. Um Having impulse impulse control is, is very important, and I encourage other people to have impulse control and be long term thinkers and, and be strict teachers uh, for themselves. But to to be uh, to be the the ultimate and strict teachers to others, where you send them to like the, the Bitcoin Inquisition, that's you gotta you gotta have some leeway. That people are gonna make mistakes. You don't slap them. You know you don't you're not mean to them. Uh, you try to give them some leeway and you just just say, hey, you'll learn you'll learn the hard way. I'm not gonna pound you down. Life, life can pound you down. It's a strict teacher. All right. Uh, all right, that is it. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Pound that like button. 
subscribe to the channel. You get a new show here every day. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and I'll say thanks to all of you in the chat. Bye-bye.